Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kai Pratt, the lead marketing advisor at Lead Pops Digital Marketing. And welcome to Lead Pops Level Up, a podcast where you can grow professionally, strengthen your business online, and stay ahead of the competition each day and evermore. I'm excited to show you what we have in store. Our first episode features the CEO of Lead Pops Digital Marketing, the mortgage marketing guru himself, Andrew Pollock. AP, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Kai, I'm good. It's uh, quite the intro there. Good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Andrew, do you know what we have in store today? Uh, I think you're going to ask me some questions about mortgage marketing and lead generation, probably, and maybe some curveballs because I know you like to throw curveballs. Probably a little bit of that. Absolutely. Today actually starts off a series of episodes that allows you, the listener, to learn more about digital marketing, growing your business online, and even have a little fun along the way. On top of that, each episode will provide you with a takeaway that you can take action on. And today, as you mentioned, AP, purpose in our industry, what role we play and who we are. So to start it off, not to put you on the spot too quickly, but this segment is called First Impression. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to say exactly who you are and what you do. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let me know when the buzzer starts. All right. Your time starts now. I am the co-founder, CEO at Lead Pops, husband to a wonderful wife, amazing partner. I've got two beautiful baby girls, got an amazing team. And at Lead Pops, we help our clients take back their leads. So the idea is we're partnering with our clients to allow them to generate their own business, source their own leads, generate leads online, get more out of their marketing, not have to rely on companies like Zillow and, and some of these middleman type companies who are out there selling consumer data. We want our clients to be able to do it for themselves and make sure they're getting the most out of all their marketing and referral efforts. Perfect. Perfect. Not bad. Not bad at all. Now let's slow it down. Let's slow it down a little bit. Now, the reason why I started with that segment is in marketing, you only have a matter of time to get the attention of somebody online. You need their attention, you need their buy-in, and you need them to take action. But on this podcast, we're going to slow down with our first section of the podcast called The History. So you wrote a book called The Mortgage Marketing Manifesto. What really inspired you to write this book? Well, it was, it was a, a number of things. Uh, I think the primary was that Lead Pops at that point had been around as a business, as a company for around five years. Mm -hmm. And being a bootstrapped company with no investors, very little in terms of a marketing budget, you know, as a marketing company and a lead generation company, we didn't have a whole lot to work with. Uh, not a lot of folks knew who I was really, or more my passion or my expertise in this field. So I felt that writing a book and, and putting it all out there. And it's a 300 page book. So you could say I didn't really hold back, but uh, you know, felt it would be a good way to kind of put lead pops on the map, put myself out there as, as an authority uh, in the industry and somebody that knows what they're talking about and someone that could be listened to and, and uh, have, have some input on the conversation around lead generation and marketing. So I locked myself up for about like, I think it was four, four and a half months Okay. Uh, writing like 12, 15, 18 hour days sometimes just I, it, 
it was a bit of a distraction, let's say, right? I had to focus pretty much on just that. So I wanted to do it as well as I could make it as well, you know, written as, as I possibly could, but I wanted to also kind of get it over with, to be honest with you. I didn't want it to be one of these things that was going to drag out and become like a two-year ordeal of writing a book. So I just <laughs> got really, really focused, committed to it. And in less than five months, wrote a 300 page book, learned how to self-publish, just Googling, you know, how to do all that kind of stuff on Amazon and got it out there. And then within about a month of my release of that book, I got invited to my first public speaking engagement. That led to a series of events that kind of forever influenced the direction and the growth of Lead Pops. It did exactly what uh, I intended for it to do in, in some ways, you could say. <laughs> Absolutely. And you've become quite the public speaker yourself at several events. When you were writing the book, did you imagine it to ever be as successful as it is? Like, Was this the goal or were you, did you maybe exceed your expectations? You know what? It's it, we're, we're in kind of a niche industry, right? Mortgage, like it's, I mean, it's not small, but it is a niche. Uh, I, I didn't have really any specific expectations about it other than that it would help us grow lead pops and it would help get the word out there and it would become a value add and that eventually, you know, this book would be on people's desks in their office. Uh, you know, people would notice it. It's a big fat 300 page book that has big, bold letters that say mortgage marketing on it. If you're a loan officer and you walk by somebody's desk, there's, there's going to be, I think, inevitable curiosity around what the hell is that about type thing. Yeah. So uh, at this point, it's sold several thousand copies, gotten some pretty good reviews. I would mm -hmm. say for the most part, people like it. You've always got a couple haters, but for the most part, really positive reviews. And it's just been a door opener for some significant, meaningful enterprise and large scale relationships for lead pops. It, it definitely put us in a world where we were taken a lot more seriously. And I, as, as you know, the leader of the company, especially at that time when we were really small, it allowed me to have conversations and, and get my foot in the door with people who, who suddenly took us very seriously, especially after some of those folks read the book and like realized we know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I kind of look at this point, it's like, it's our book. You know what I mean? I wrote it and I don't just say that. I feel it's everybody here is using this book as a way to help us grow, help us create more value for our clients, help our clients if they read it or help us as a team be better uh, marketers and better advisors to our clients. I would say it's one of the best business uh, decisions I've ever made. And it's still as, uh, I would say it's still as relevant as it was in 2016. I mean, a couple of things have changed with uh, primarily with like Facebook, what I talk about in terms of Facebook marketing mm -hmm. changed a bit, but everything else I would say is right on the money. And, and it's still just as important as it was. It's been pretty evergreen in terms of topics and, and how important some of the stuff I lay out in that book are, at least in my opinion, and based on the feedback that we continue to get from clients. I view it as the book that started it all, really. That's how I came about to lead Pops. And we are extensions of that book in the future evolution of mortgage marketing, real estate marketing. Now, this book you've taken to other levels of accessibility, specifically an audiobook. How painstaking was recording that audiobook experience? Oh, man. It was probably, in a way, almost harder than writing the book. Uh, <laughs> one of the things was I, I finished the book and it was one of those I was so involved and committed to that book for so many months. It was just totally focused on that. When I finished, I didn't even want to look at it anymore. I like, I committed, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not editing it anymore. There might be a couple typos somewhere in a 300 page, 55,000 word book. I'm not even, it's good enough. It's solid. I feel confident about it. I have to get it out there. Otherwise I'm just going to sit here, you know, nitpicking over 
all the smallest details for the rest of my life. So I'm a big mm-hmm. believer in get it to a point where you, you feel solid and it's excellent. It doesn't have to be perfect. It never will be. And I was just ready to put it out there and, uh, you know, start to leverage it and, and start helping people with it. That said, I, I couldn't do the audio book. It took me about a year. <laughs> Didn't want to read it. I'm like, I've read it enough. I've, I've poured over every single word in that book so many times. I'm like, I, I can't even uh, get myself to do the audio book. I know it, it's important, but I, I needed a little bit of a break from the mortgage marketing manifesto after I wrote it. So it took me about a year and it was a little bit of a wasted opportunity because I think the audio book would have helped a lot more people as well. They had had gotten their hands on it sooner. And reading it, I mean, it's it's a six-hour read. Reading every page, it paced in that kind of way, it was, it was another learning experience, you know. And I, I at first I started out by shopping for narrators on Audible because that's what they do. They they have a huge database, and they will have people reading samples of your book back to you. So I thought that was the way I was going to go for a, a few weeks. I mean, it was not, I mean, at least the people that were in my budget at that time were not, it was not even an option based on what I was getting back. So I just, I figured out, or I, I figured out pretty quickly that I had to do it myself. So that was another, that took about three weeks of just daily recording and, and trying to get it in, in a way that was consistent across all the chapters which was difficult. Yeah. And then I hired a audio engineer on Upwork, which if you don't know Upwork, Upwork is a phenomenal resource. I found a, a great guy in, I think he's in the Czech Republic. He's just an audio engineer. I sent it to him and he just dialed it all in, followed my script, removed all the us and like all the weird little sounds and everything. And mm-hmm. he got it really dialed in and that, that costs like 500 bucks for the entire book. So that was phenomenal. Nice. You learn a lot as you go. It's kind of funny when you commit to doing something like this and you just have to, you know, Google and, and YouTube and, and things like that are your best friend. Cause you can pretty much at this point, I feel like you can figure out almost anything just by doing some good Google searches and just reading a few things. So all that kind of journey was pretty cool experience. Even if some of it was painful, it was cool to be able to look back and, and say, Hey, I did it. And I, I might do another in the future, but I'm holding off for as long as I can, because once you start, it's like, ah, here we go again. A little foreshadowing, I'll be asking you a little bit about that future book, but the book itself, the audiobook or the physical version, it's there's a lot of simplicity to it. There's tons of value to it, but buttons and links, what does that mean to you? And did you ever kind of laugh at how simple mortgage marketing can be if you just focus in on the right spots? Yeah. So, so this stuff, it's so easy for people to get overwhelmed and tune out very early in the conversation when they start to hear optimization and like some of these words that are just overly, they, they just sound complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it really, it doesn't need to be, none of it needs to be. And, and our clients, you know, mortgage uh, originators, loan officers, real estate agents, insurance agents, these folks for the most part are not all that technical. Like they don't want to be there. They're good at, at loans, at, at relationships, uh, and, and the technical stuff is it's, you know, when you get overly technical, it, you lose people pretty quickly and they tune out and it's, it's important for them to, I think, know how simple some of this stuff can be, because once you kind of get over talking yourself into thinking, Oh, I'm not that technical. I'm not like an internet marketing guru. And you just start to realize that, Hey, it's a, it's a lot more simple than that. And and that's where I got the phrase. It's, you know, it's buttons and links. That's if, if you really want to distill it to the most simple concept, buttons and links placed strategically in your marketing, your websites, your emails, your blog posts, video content, 
you know, I mean, anything you put out there to, to drive traffic and, and get in front of consumers, you strategically place buttons and links into your content with good calls to action that pull people into a, a good kind of fun, interactive way of asking for their information. You're going to get people that are reading your stuff to turn into a lead. They'll, yes. they'll voluntarily give you their contact info. Uh, they'll give you a, a whole lot of information about who they are and what they're looking for. There's just a sequence and a, and a way to ask for their information in a way that doesn't scare people off. And there's a proven method and a formula that all the biggest centralized kind of lead gen companies use. They've tested the hell out of this stuff. It's proven to work. There's just a psychology behind how you ask for information. Uh, there's certain things people get scared off by, certain things that if you ask too early or too soon in the process, people will just bounce. It's not because they're not serious. They just, they won't even interact because you're, at, you're, you're basically, you're going for the jugular too soon in the process. Yes. You're asking for something like, give me your contact information. Tell me where you live. Personal information. People aren't really excited to give up when they hit a website or a landing page. That stuff scares people off. So if we can kind of ease them into it, ask questions that aren't so threatening, not, not so personal you know, you can kind of pull people into that process. And the way you get them there is it's simple. It's buttons and links. You strategically place these buttons and links in your marketing the same way LendingTree does it, same way Zillow does it, same way Bankrate, Quicken Loans. I mean, all these big, smart companies that have spent a lot of money and time testing this stuff. That's really what they do. They put content out there. They put content out there that's strategically, you know, it's, it's based on what they know people are looking for. There's a lot of tools out there like SEM Rush and Google Keyword Planner and things like that. That'll tell you what kinds of keywords people are typing in and what kinds of searches they're doing. And there's a lot of different tools out there like Quora, uh, Ask the People, I think is the name of it. There's a bunch of these things that'll tell you what people are typing in, what they're searching for, what kinds of questions they have on any given topic. And that's the basis of your content, whether it's a video, a blog article, an email blast, an FAQ section on your website, whatever it might be. But then just giving them stuff to read isn't enough because they'll read it and then they'll leave. So what you do is strategically add a button or a link. Say, hey, find out if you're eligible. See if, you're see if you qualify. Calculate a mortgage payment. See how much you could save. Just something easy and non-threatening layered into that content where now the person clicks. And now you start asking them questions that are relevant to what got them to click in the first place. Like, okay, save money on your mortgage. Find out how much you can save. Okay, well, what's your current mortgage rate? All right, what's your monthly payment? Okay, what's what's the approximate value of your home? Okay, just ask these easy questions that pull them in. And at the end of that process, you ask for their contact info. It's a very simple transition from reading a blog or opening an email to clicking a button and then getting pulled into just a question and answer process that starts asking good, relevant questions in a way that's really, really easy for people to interact. It's not a whole bunch of blank, fill in the blank questions. It's not give me your name, email, phone number to start the process out because that's where you just lose so many people. It's a really, once you break it down and look at it, it's a really logical, easy to follow method that just makes a lot of sense. And any loan officer, real estate agent, financial advisor, mortgage broker, insurance agent, anybody looking to generate high ticket, high value leads where you, you're not trying to tell, you know, sell like a t-shirt. You're trying to talk to people and, and, and offer a service that's, that requires a relationship for the most part. It's, it's mm -hmm. something that's a sophisticated, potentially really expensive transaction. They want to talk to an expert. They want to talk to a local advisor 
and creating a really easy way for those, those consumers to connect with you is really critical. And that's what these big companies that sell leads have figured out is that exact formula. And we know it really well because we originally built it for Zillow and Bankrate. So we, we know what these companies are doing. We've built it for a couple of the biggest players in the lead generation space. And now, you know, our bread and butter is giving the little guys, the small and independent mortgage brokers, loan officers, mortgage companies, branches that same tool. So instead of buying a lead, you're generating your own lead doing the same thing Zillow does. You know, So it's a pretty easy formula to replicate if you have the same tools and you know the strategy. And it's really comes back down to, again, buttons and links. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, you know, a, a quick history really of lead pops and brings us to the moment, right? Which is the now, the clients that we have, the clients we look to seek to support. I want to start talking about what's happening now. And in this moment, we have to react, we have to adapt. One segment we're going to jump into right now is called Think Fast. And so like an inkblot test, AP, I'm going to give you a few key terms. And I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to mind on these terms. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right. So your first term is traffic. Uh, conversion. Okay. Next term, buying leads. Generate them yourself. Nice. Lead magnet. Uh, list building. KPI. Measure what matters. Ziggler. Help enough people get where they want to be and you'll get there too. Nice. And the last one, Zillow. Take back your leads. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well done. Well done. Now, each one of these topics is an element that we could dive into, but it's all about understanding what matters to you. So utilizing lead pops, getting out in front of traffic, really taking something that you currently do and leveling it up with conversion rate optimization. That's where the simplicity and the efficiency is. But with all marketing endeavors, with all business endeavors, there's going to be some rocky roads. There's going to be some pain. And if we want to go with the cliche saying, no pain, no gain. So in this next segment, I want to talk about a little bit of the pain, AP. Was there ever a time where you felt that lead pops was not going to work? Hmm. Have doubts ever crept into my mind about, about lead pops? I mean, I, absolutely. I wouldn't, I would be lying if I said it, it's never uh, occurred to me or it's never crossed my mind, but I'm really good at, I banish those thoughts. They're not allowed. I control what goes into my head. And I learned uh, at an early phase of my sales career that what is in your head really uh, controls you. It, it, it either helps you or it hurts you. And uh, I, I learned very quickly that I can control those thoughts and, you know, doubt might see, see, uh, seep in sometimes, but overall, I've been very confident in what we're doing, where we're going, just trying to manifest it for whatever, you know, whatever powers we might have in our head, whether that stuff's real or not, uh, you know, I don't know, but uh, I really tried to believe and be positive about uh, everything that we're doing and everything that we're building. And it's really easy for me. It comes naturally for me. So I'm not one that's uh, negative about anything related to lead pops. Um, sure, there's been moments of doubt that have snuck in there, but they're immediately kicked out of my head and I, you know, I don't let them fester. And, and you know, there's been times where we've had to pivot and make adjustments. And I think that's just part of the business and that's part of any business. Stoicism has helped me understanding that there's there's times where a challenge is there for a reason and not to get like let down by it but also just understand that hey this might be the key to the next big thing and you just have to overcome this and 
it's all a journey that I really, really honestly enjoy. Like it's a lot of fun. Like I want this thing to be so much bigger and better than it is right now. And I'm, I'm happy with the growth, but you know, at the same time, it's like, I wouldn't trade it in like every step along the way, like every six months, I feel like I have to be a, a new human. The company has to be a new, new business. Like this, everything we're trying to implement right now, within six months, we're going to be working on ways to make it better again and again. And like, it's just nonstop. So it's really a lot of fun to see the growth and, and to see the progress. You know, I think if I didn't get to see the progress and see where we're at, client count, products, team, office, partnerships, you know, all the stuff we're building. If this stuff got like stagnant and, and wasn't going uh, the way it's going, I, I could see getting burned out, but it's impossible to, to not stay excited and motivated when you just, you, you see it yourself, right? The progress we're making as a company. Yeah. So I got the fires burning, man. And then, uh, you know, there's not a lot of doubt that that ever creeps in these days, especially. That's good. And that mentality has allowed us to grow. The core has always been conversion rate optimization, the funnel uh, evolving into websites. And then eventually we're bringing in other parts of holistic marketing. So to succeed with Lead Pops, it's about functioning in the moment and functioning with the now. But you shed a lot of light on the future, which brings us to our final segment, which is called the evolution. This is where are we headed? So there's tons of things that have changed with Lead Pops even within the last year, specifically the ability to customize the functionality of the funnels dashboard. Can you shed a little light on some of the stuff that's really going into lead pops for the hands-on users to really give them the ability to yield marketing how they want it to be? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what I can say about it is that full service end-to-end turnkey lead generation platform is what we're looking to build. Right now we've got one really solid leg of the of the stool and we're looking to build out the other other really key legs so that the entire platform is almost self almost self-sufficient where we can just step back and all our clients really need to do is show up to their appointments and, and close the loan and sell the house and, and bind the insurance policy and you know not have to do as much in terms of getting the traffic and the following up with the leads and some of that stuff. I mean, there's some, some top secret stuff I won't get into too much about, but like building a full end-to-end solution is what we're working on day and night to, to develop. So, Absolutely. And not to press, but in terms of top secretness, is there anything you can reveal that's on the way for Lead Pops users? Yeah. And this one's a long time coming. And uh, a lot of folks have been really patient with us on this because they've wanted it for a long time. Uh, so I'm excited to be able to say that within the next six months, I feel pretty pretty confident we should have the full-blown funnel builder and editing functionality. So the drag and drop uh, editing on the lead funnels themselves, on the forms to kind of develop whatever you want, customize however you'd like, add questions, remove questions, develop, you know, one, two, three-step funnels, single-step funnels, and, and do a lot of the customization that right now isn't possible. So we've really grown our product team, added a couple layers of product management, scrum master, like layers that did not exist in the past that made product predictability pretty difficult for us. Um, So, you know, my answer to that question, I I always was hoping it would be a lot sooner than than it's not not even available yet. But Mm -hmm. I I would say with the team we've got right now and, and how close we are to that, I would say within the next six months, that release should be ready. 
along with what's tied to it is a, a full-blown funnel marketplace, which I'm super excited about all the different templates and, and themes and the different things we're building out uh, for clients just to have access to a lot more than what is possible now. So that's a big one. And then there's some other stuff I won't get into that is <laughs> top top secret stuff, but I'm excited about all of all of it is exciting when 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 you look at it. Absolutely. After the recording stops, of course. Now, there's plenty that is evolving currently and available now. Most recently, the evolution of the Funnels dashboard, there is now a resource center in the Funnels dashboard, which is an in-app guide. And for those who are hands-on and maybe are accessing their funnels and really diving into them, there is a guide there that tracks your progress, that helps guide you to where you need to be so you're not just on your own. And it's really an extension of my world as an advisor. And I'm super excited about that. I know clients have been now noticing the little lead pop symbol in the bottom right corner that lets them know, hey, you can check this out. Here's a new video from AP at leadwars.tv. It's a really cool addition. What really sparked bringing that into play? Well, the tool, there's so much you can do with it. And you just, when you sign up, there's, there's a little bit of training in there, but it's not enough. And, and being able to have a step-by-step guide available 24 seven with different tools, strategies, just plug and play templates, things that you can do on the fly. Like for us as a company, time to first value is something we talk about. We focus on, we want to create a situation where a client can launch their account and start generating leads in the, the first few days that they go live with lead pops, you know, some, some folks do that and they're on a free trial and they've gotten leads from the product and they've not even paid anything for it. So knowing what those clients are doing and some of the training that the people that do implement our strategies have gone through and being able to just make that easily accessible for everybody on the fly and to be able to continue to build on it. So there's email blasting templates, there's social media templates, there's strategies for kicking off relationships with real estate agents. There's there's all kinds of stuff already available in the app right now that we prompt and kind of serve up to you and, and kind of tracks your progress, like you said, as you go. And then we're just going to continue to build on that as well as, as you know, the Lead Pops Academy, which is another kind of step in that direction so that there's just 24-7 training courses, ways for clients to use the tool because so many clients don't even know about some really obvious, quick win, no-brainer ways to use the solution. And it's, and, you know, it's on us to, to make that stuff uh, obvious and, and readily available to our clients because they won't know. Like you log into a tool, you don't know a whole lot about it. And unless we do a really good job of training and guiding our clients into some of the quick wins that they can discover uh, by just simply implementing buttons and links into their marketing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's our loss and their loss at the same time if we don't do that right. So clients will not get the results they're looking for. Lead pops might lose what could be a great customer. So we're really just looking at making that stuff easily accessible, automated, building on it. So it's there 24 seven and just continuing to make it more and more robust over the next few months. And I mean, forever really is it's something we're going to continue to build on. So absolutely. It's super exciting. And it's really our testimony to evolving. While what we have works, we have to move with the times we have to evolve and adapt just like in the mortgage and real estate space, evolution is what allows us to survive. Now, AP, I alluded to this earlier in the podcast, the Mortgage Marketing Manifesto. If there were a part two, what would the main focus be? Main focus. I would talk more about automation in terms of lead follow-up. So, you know, there's a lot talking about how to get leads 
in that book and there's not a lot of time spent on what to do and how to maximize opportunities when when leads come in and i would like to i would i'd put uh, you know I'd, I'd highlight some of the same uh probably some of the same uh client acquisition methods and just kind of refine and update some of those. But I would spend a lot of time also talking about how to get the most out of the leads that you're generating, because that's some something we've also found clients struggle with. You know, we, we've got some rock stars who are really great at follow up, who have, whether it's their own team doing their follow up for them, or they've got really great tools and automation built in that are really successful at a much higher rate of, of lead to close than others that, you know, in, in some situations, they'll get 100, 100 leads and they won't close, you know, one out of it. That's not necessarily the the lead quality in many situations. It is the quality or lack thereof of the follow-up that, that goes into the, the right cadence, the right procedures, the right text message, like how many times do you call? How many times do you text? What should each of those say? Like, what is the proper cadence for following up with leads? Uh, because it's it's in our best interest as a company to to do everything we can from a product standpoint, from a training standpoint, uh, to make sure clients are not just getting leads and and dropping the ball with them because it happens a lot. Unfortunately, that's something we as a company have learned over time that you know we have to get a lot more involved in that process. Uh, otherwise, you know, you get somebody uh, fifty leads, they don't close anything, and that is uh, not something that they're going to continue to be excited about. And Absolutely. You have to look at, okay, well, what can we learn about the quality of those leads? Is there anything we can find there to improve our targeting? But also at the same time, you know, if someone's just not following up or they're waiting an hour or two to even call a lead back or some of them, they don't even call back or they leave a really long winded, ineffective voicemail and their text message game is completely off or doesn't work. Like all this stuff impacts results. So leads are great, but what clients really want from lead pops is they want closed loans. They want what comes with the closed loan, the freedom, the extra time uh, to, to spend with their family and loved ones, the lifestyle that brings you like the actual why behind all of this, right? Is what we, what we think about as a, as a partner for our clients. So leads are great, but you got to close those leads. You got to turn them into closed loans. So helping convert, you know, we, we talk a lot about conversion of click to lead. I would spend as much time talking about the conversion of lead to sale in that next book or in a future training uh, resource, because that is just as important. People don't get excited about leads if they're not closing them. And there's a lot more we can do as a partner for our clients to make sure they're getting the most out of those opportunities that lead pops creates. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the end all be all KPI is closed loans or closed deals at the end of the day, but lead generation is step one, I like to say, and there's a lot that goes in between. So I look forward to that book whenever it comes out, but don't worry for the listeners. Several of these episodes will be directly about follow-up and what to do with your leads, really how to succeed and tangible goods coming out of it that you can take action on. AP, it's been a lot of fun having you on this episode. For all the listeners, AP, do you want to send them off with a final word and let them know what to look forward to on the future episodes? Yeah, Kai, you did a great job. I appreciate you having me on the kickoff episode, of course. And for anyone listening, if you're interested in growing your business, if you're in the mortgage industry, real estate industry, insurance industry, uh, any of those, and you're looking to grow, get more clients, get the most out of your marketing, you got to talk to our team. I'm going to end it, of course, with what I'd recommend our clients do. You got to have a good call to action. So go to leadpops.com, request a demo. You get a digital marketing assessment. It's not just a sales demo. Our team breaks down your online presence. They give you a scorecard. They keep it real. They give you a lot of really valuable insight 
as to your online presence and quick wins and areas to improve your business. The call is very, very valuable. Uh, and it's not just a sales demo. So it's different than what you get at a lot of SaaS companies or, or software type companies. Talk to our team. We're here to help you. We'd love to, to open up the conversation and just kind of show you where some of the opportunities are for you. It's very specific to you. It's not canned. So I would recommend go to leadpops.com. Uh, if you want to learn more and if you want to book a time with our team, there's a request a demo button on there and right on there, it talks more about the digital marketing assessment and some of what we're going to provide you with on that phone call. So I recommend that. Go to leadpops.com, click request a demo, talk to the Leadpops team. We're here to help you grow your business and we're excited to talk to you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lead Pops Level Up. Be sure to download your free copy of the Mortgage Marketing Manifesto in the description of this podcast. Drop us a like and a share and add to the conversation. My name is Kai and we'll see you next episode. But don't you ever forget, there's no better time than now to level up.